Welcome to Choice Classic Radio. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and help keep this show alive by donating at choiceclassicradio.com. For more of your favorite old-time radio shows, join us on our companion podcast, Choice Classic Radio Mystery, Suspense, Dramas, and Horrors, where we bring to you the most mysterious tales that the golden age of radio had to offer. And now... With over 200 episodes made, originally airing on NBC Radio Network from 1944 to 1950, we bring to you Boston Blackie. I didn't. Blackie, I'm looking for Whitey Barnes, the safe cracker. Do you know him? Barnes? Let's see. Hey, I have a picture of a guy called Whitey Barnes, but I don't think he's a safe cracker. Wait, I'll get it for you. Thanks. I'm getting somewhere. As soon as I get you this picture, you're getting somewhere out of here. Grab that phone, will you, Faraday? Phone to wait a minute. Okay. Hello? Hello? I'd like to speak to Boston Blackie, please. It's very important. Who is it, Faraday? Just a minute. Uh, it's, uh, it's not for you. It's headquarters. I told them they could reach me here. Okay. Uh, hello. Uh, this is Boston Blackie. Uh, what do you want? I want you to open a safe for me. Uh, now, look, lady, I don't do things like that. If you want your safe open, why don't you go to the police? Oh, dear me, no. The police are lovely. But they aren't clever enough to do a thing like this. Well, now, lady, uh, the police aren't exactly dumb. Oh, dear me, no, not exactly. But this is very difficult, and it's terribly important. I want you to do it. Uh, sorry, lady, nothing doing. Goodbye. Oh, so that was headquarters, was it, Friday? Oh, that's so it was for you. Maybe I shouldn't have done it, but I kept you out of trouble. Why don't you think about that? And maybe you left somebody else in trouble. Why don't you think about that? Richard Calmer's Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy. Friend to those who have no friends. Coming. Boston Blackie? Yes? I'm Alice Warden Bandevere. May I come in? Oh, of course. Please do. Oh, you're so kind. I hope I'm not imposing on you too much. After all, you did refuse me on the telephone... But I thought that if perhaps I came in person... I didn't refuse you at all, Mrs. Vanderveer. You were talking to Inspector Faraday of the police. <gasps> oh, dear me. And I told him I wanted my safe open. I've spoiled everything. <laughs> I don't think you've spoiled anything. Faraday's a fairly understanding cop. Now, won't you sit down? Then you will consider my proposition? I'm sure I will as soon as I find out what it is. Uh, please sit down. <laughs> Thank you. Now, what's this all about, Miss Vanderveer? Well, I have a problem. I'm 70 years old, you know. Being 70 is a problem? You 
make it look very easy. Oh, thank you. It's my age I'm thinking about. Blossie, my life has been so useless. I want to do something, something big, something helpful to others before I die. Well, you have money. Mm, that's what everyone thinks. Actually, all I have is a very small income and a large diamond tiara. Very valuable, but terribly ugly. It would bring a lovely price if it were sold. Then why don't you sell it? I can't. It's an heirloom, handed down in my family for generations. It can't be either sold or given away. No one in the family likes it, but it's too ugly to wear. So it sits in your safe? Yes. Well, uh, how can I help? Uh, if uh, <clears throat> the tiara was stolen, there's very little I could do about it. Is there? <laughs> oh, I don't think the insurance company would like that. Oh, I cancelled the insurance on it. I brought the papers along to show you. You're really serious about this, aren't you? Oh, dear me, yes. You steal it, break it up, sell the diamonds, and give the money to a charity. I don't want a penny of it. Well, as a matter of fact, I know someone who is very interested in an orphanage. My friend Mary Wesley would, uh, Oh, dear me, I, I don't care what charity it goes to. Miss Wesley's would be fine, I'm sure. Will you rob the safe for me tonight? I'll give you the combination. No, don't do that, Miss Vanderveer. I don't want you involved in this any more than necessary. Oh, dear me, yes, that's right. You don't need a combination to get into a safe, do you? <laughs> I haven't needed one yet. Oh, I'm so happy that you'll do this. I was sure you would. Well, let's just hope nothing happens before I get it done. Don't worry, please. Absolutely nothing can go wrong. <laughs> Blackie, please hurry. Strange houses make me nervous. A fine safe cracker's assistant you are, Mary. Oh, will you hurry and open this safe, darling? Oh, I want to take my time with this one. This is fun. Just like a picnic, I suppose. Not exactly. There aren't any ants. <laughs> Blackie. Hey, darling, why aren't you wearing your gloves? What for? I'm just cracking this box for fun. Oh, come on, Mary. Relax and enjoy yourself. This is supposed to be a party. Well, I like parties better than picnics. I'm an indoor gal. Indorable, I'd say. Oh, Blackie. <laughs> You're silly. <laughs> come on, come on, please hurry up. So all we'll right, move. Mary, all right. I think it's open right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a noise. I don't think this box has been opened since Mrs. Vanderveer was born. Can you find the tiara? I can't miss it. Here it is. Look at it. No wonder Mrs. Vanderveer wants to get rid of the hideous, isn't it? But look at the diamonds in it. Wow. When we break it up, do you know what we'll get for these stones? At least 50000 And if somebody walks in here and catches us, do you know what we'll get then? At least 50 years. Inspector Faraday speaking. Inspector Faraday, this is Alice Warden Vanderveer. You mean you're all three of them? Can't you hear me? I said this is Alice Warden Vanderveer. Oh. Oh, 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 excuse me, Mrs. Vanderveer. How are you, Mrs. Vanderveer? Oh, I'm terrible. My safe was robbed last night. Okay, I'll have fingerprint man up there in five minutes. Don't touch anything, especially that safe. All right. And uh, if you don't mind, Mrs. Vanderveer, 
I'd like you to come down to my office this morning and give me a description of whatever is missing. Well, I'll certainly be there. You can expect me in a few hours. Thank you, Mr. Vanderbilt. I think you'll thank me more when I tell you who robbed my Hello. Blackie, this is Mary. Good morning, Mary. How did you feel giving $50,000 to charity this morning? Never mind about that. Have you heard the radio today? Mrs. Alice Warden Vanderveer is a double-crosser. What? She's told the police that safe of hers was robbed. Oh, no. Oh, yes. And, Blackie, you know whose fingerprints are on that safe? Oh, somebody named me. Yes, darling, somebody named you. Mary, this is one time Faraday really has me behind his own personal hate ball. I've got to keep away from him. Now, Blackie, don't you be stubborn. You go see the inspector and you tell him the whole story, please. I get it. I'm to give in, give up, and give out. Hello, Faraday. Get out of here, Blackie. I'm busy. Well, I'm going to make things easy for you. Miss Scram, I'm working on an important case. Alice Warden Vanderveer's safe was robbed last night, and I'm out to get the thief. You know who robbed that safe, Inspector? No, but I will. I did. I heard about the robbery only two hours ago. How did... What did you say? I said, I robbed the safe. Nah. Yes. You didn't. I did. You'll find my prints on the safe door. Maybe all over it. Oh. You'd wear gloves. I was in a hurry. I forgot them. Your prints are on the safe door, huh? I'll see about that. I want to explain this thing, Faraday. Blackie, if this is one of your tricks... Yes, Inspector Faraday. Williams, you have a report yet on the fingerprints we found on the Vanderveer safe? Yes, sir. Did they check with any we have in the file? No, sir. What? They don't check with our files, but we made prints of everybody in the Vanderveer house and found out the prints belonged to the son, Tom Vanderveer Jr. Well, I'll be... Okay, Williams, thanks. Now, will you believe me, Faraday? Another one of your tricks, huh? I thought so. Tricks? What do you mean? I mean your prints aren't on the Vanderveer safe. But Faraday... Get I... out of here. Look, Inspector, you I got... said get out of here and stay out. All right. And just be glad I don't throw you in jail for obstructing justice. You're a policeman, Faraday, but you're the biggest obstruction justice ever had. Yes? Williams, are you sure those fingerprints didn't check with any in our file? They belong to Tom Vanderveer, Jr. The fingerprint department guarantees it. Okay. Send out an alarm to have young Vanderveer picked up. Yes, sir. And uh, Inspector Mrs. Alice Warden Vanderveer is here to see you. Send her in. She's coming in now. Good. Inspector Faraday. Uh, come in, Mrs. Vanderveer. I brought you a description of what was stolen from my safe. Here it is, written down on this sheet of paper. Thanks, Mrs. Vanderveer. This will be a great help. Oh, I want to do all I can to make sure you catch the thief. Well, um, tell me, Mrs. Vanderveer, who do you think robbed your safe? Boston Blackie. Boston Black. What makes you suspect him? Well, he, he's been in my house uh, several times on the parties there, and he knew the jewels were in the safe. Well, uh, you know whose fingerprints we found on the safe door? Yes. Your son. Tom? No, no, that's impossible. Why would Tom rob the safe? Everything in it would have been here someday. Is that true? Why, of course. He's my only heir. And Markham, that is Mr. Vanderbilt, is leaving all here, Mr. Wynn. Hmm. That's an angle I hadn't thought of. Well, don't worry, Mrs. Vanderbilt. We'll have to pick up your son uh, on just a routine charge, of course, but 
And I'm sure that we won't be holding him long. Oh, thank you, Inspector Faraday. You're so kind. Uh, do you want me for anything more? No, thanks, Miss Vanderbilt. Well, if I can do any more for you, you can reach me at my home. Uh, thank you. I'll do that. Goodbye, Inspector Faraday. Goodbye, Miss Vanderbilt. Outfit for Mr. Vanderveer. Inspector Faraday send you home in a police car. Oh, how nice. This way, Mr. Vanderveer. This door here. Thank you. Mike. Yeah? This is Mrs. Vanderveer. Inspector wants you to drive her home. Okay, William. Get in, lady. I'll help you, Mr. Vanderveer. I can help myself, thank you. Yes, ma'am. Uh, to 2131 Riverside Boulevard, driver. Right, lady. All right, Miss Vanderveer. You better do some explaining. Why, it's you, Buck and Blackie. And you, Alice Worden Vanderveer, philanthropist, pillar of society, and first-rate double-crosser. I am. You're the one who's a, what do you call, a, a double-crosser. Uh, the diamond tiara isn't the only thing missing from my face. A hundred thousand dollar pearl necklace was stolen, too. What? And you took it when you took the diamond tiara. Uh-huh. I see right through this one. You stole that necklace, then had me steal the tiara, so I'd be blamed for both. I wouldn't do such a thing. I'm a respectable old woman. Yes, and for the first time, I really believe you're 70 years old. Why do you say that? Because no one under 70 could have lived long enough to figure out a gag as tricky as this. Now back to Boston Blackie. When Blackie robbed the Vanderveer safe of a diamond tiara, he didn't even wear gloves because he was stealing the jewels at the owner's request. Next morning, though, Mrs. Vanderveer goes to the police to report that not only the tiara, but a valuable necklace is missing. What's more, the fingerprints found on the safe don't belong to Blackie, but to Mrs. Vanderveer's son. Mrs. Vanderveer, however, still accuses Blackie of the theft. As we return to our story, Blackie brings Mrs. Vanderveer to the door of her home. All right, Mrs. Vanderveer. You and I are going inside and have a little talk. That pearl necklace was not in the safe when I robbed it. And just where do you think it was, Blackie? Right where it is now, in some pawn shop where you put it. Wait, I'll open the door. I can open it myself, thank you. Pretty clever of you. The pearl necklace was probably insured. You not only get the insurance money for it, but an additional amount for selling it. The pearl necklace isn't even mine. It belongs to my husband, Markham. All the more reason why you sell it. Well, you're very... What's the matter? You have company. I'm not expecting any money. She just sits there. She's asleep, I think. Young lady? Young lady? Maybe you'd better shake it just a little. Yes, she seems to be... Oh, oh, with those marks on her neck. You can't waken her, Mrs. Vanderveer. She's dead. Dead? Oh. Who is she? Uh, uh, I've never seen her before in my life. Maybe something in her purse will tell oh. who she is. Oh, dear, dear, I don't, I don't know what to do. Sit down while I go through her purse. Oh, no. What do you expect to find? A letter, identification oh. card, calling card or something. Oh, oh dear me, I see a stain. Hmm. Oh. Here's something. A ring, a wedding ring. Oh. They have 
Yes, it does. It does what? It has initials inside it. Fairly sharp, too. Okay. They say to B.L. from T.V. Jr. T.V. Jr.? Yes, you know what this means, too, don't you, Mrs. Vanderveer? This girl was your son's wife. That's impossible. My son isn't married, and he never was married. This proves he was. Oh, it's an amazing coincidence. Where's the telephone? Over there on the desk. Thanks. Well, what are you going to do? Call Inspector Faraday of the police. There's just a chance your son ran out of here and right into the loving arms of the law. <laughs> This is Mary. I'm at the marriage bureau, and I have those records. Learn anything? Yes, you were right. Tom Vanderbilt Jr. married Dear to Slane six months ago. Well, will that be a surprise to Mrs. Vanderbilt? Well, I don't know why it should be. She was a witness to the wedding. What? Sure. Both she and Mr. Markham Vanderbilt signed the certificate as witnesses. And she told me she'd never seen the girl before in her life. What does this mean, Jackie? It means our sweet old lady may be not only a very clever jewel thief, but a cold-blooded murderess. That's my guess, anyhow. That's a good guess. But there's a key figure in this thing we haven't talked to yet. Yes, I know. Markham Vanderbilt, the husband. Tom's father. Tom's father was Markham's brother. Markham is Mrs. Vanderbilt's second husband. Oh, is that so? Yes, and I'm going to see him. Because maybe a second husband will give me a second guess. <laughs> find your stepson, this case is closed. I, I think that, I think I can save you a lot of trouble on that score, Inspector Faraday. You can save me more than trouble if you'll get rid of that cat you're carrying. Can't worry me. My cat won't harm anyone. I think you'd better hear what I have to say. You know something? Yes, I do. Well, you're way ahead of all of us, then. Blackie, get out of here. Get out? Oh, no. I seem to arrive just in time. You were the cat. You must be Markham Vanderveer. Yes. All right, Blanky. Now, what do you want to say, Mr. Vanderveer? I'm the one you're looking for. What? Yes. I really didn't intend to kill this girl, but she caught me talking on the phone. Well, I've been caught talking on the phone a thousand times. I haven't killed anyone for it. I think what Mr. Vanderveer means is that his daughter-in-law caught him talking to a fence about how much he expected for the pearls he stole. That's right. I took the pearls. When? Last night. Why? Well, they were mine, you know, but, well, I needed money. So I knew what Mrs. Vanderveer had arranged with Boston Blackie here. At 12 o'clock last night, I came down here, waited until Blackie had gone, and then I slipped in and took the pearls. What time was this? 12 o'clock. Exactly midnight. Oh, shut up. Hey, hey, you always throw that cat around? The cat scratched me. Go away. Go away. Shoo, shoo. All right, Markham. Come on, let's go. Wait a minute, Inspector. I've got a confession, Blanky. Now, you stay out of this. Vanderveer's confession isn't worth the police typist trouble. He's just covering up for Tom. I did it, I tell you. Tom's innocent. Then so are you. You said you took the pearls out of the safe at 12 o'clock. After I had opened the safe. Sorry, Vanderveer. Nice try, but I didn't have the safe open until after 2 o'clock. Well, all right. All right what? Blackie is right. I wasn't telling the truth, Inspector. I I just wanted to protect Tom. 
Forgive me, Inspector, but... Well... Sure, sure, Vanderveer. I understand. What do you understand, Inspector? But Vanderveer here was just trying to protect his son. You amaze me, Faraday. You're not going to make the mistake of arresting an innocent man. When have I ever arrested a guy who wasn't guilty? Let's not go into that, Inspector. Let's just get out of here. Stopping by my apartment a minute, Mary? No, no, of course not, Blackie. It may take a little while to get hold of Shorty, but it may be worth it. Sure. Don't move, either. Well, this must be Tom Vanderveer. I've got a gun. I'll kill you if you move either one of you. Blackie, be careful. Sorry, Mary. Tom, I think you'd better get out of here. Oh, no. You robbed my father's safe. You got me into this. I'm not leaving until you get me out. I robbed your father's safe? Sure. The diamond tiara. But you took the pearls. I did not. Your fingerprints were on the safe door. Only because I closed the door. All right. You didn't take the pearls. But you're still wanted for murder. Murder? You killed your wife. Beatrice is dead. You ought to know. You killed her. Beatrice is dead. No, she can't be. She can't be. Look, Tom, if I were you... Please don't say any more. I don't think you knew she was dead. May I... May I sit down somewhere, please? Sure, Tom. Here. I'll give you a hand. Take my gun, will you? I I don't don't want it. Put it on the table there, Mary. Beatrice is dead. That can't be true. I... How do you know that? How do you know it was my wife? I found her wedding ring in her purse. Beatrice had... In her purse? Her ring was in her purse? That's where I found it. She never carried it with her. We were keeping it a secret from her family. I kept that room... Kept in my room. It couldn't be Beatrice. I'm sorry, but it was. May, may I go and lie down a moment, and then I want to see Beatrice? Sure. That's the door to the bedroom, man. Thank you. I, I won't be long, and then you can take me to Beatrice or to the police or anywhere. I, I don't care. I, I don't care. Oh, Blackie, I feel so sorry for him. And the worst for him isn't over yet. What do you mean? Well, first he's lost his wife. Now I think he's going to lose his mother. It's he the one, Blackie. What do you think? Well, if the old lady didn't do it, who did he? I don't know. But how was Tom's wife killed? Maybe that's a clue. She was strangled. Oh. Well, would Mrs. Vanderbilt be strong enough for that? I don't know. Let's try to reenact the crime. It may help. Oh, goody. Just like a movie. All right. I put my hands in your throat like this and press. Now, what do you do? Hey, hey, not so hard. Ouch! What's the idea of scratching my hand? Well, you ask me what i do if you choke me. That's what i do. Oh. You satisfied? Sure. Yeah, that accomplished a lot, didn't it? Now you know what'll happen to you if you ever do want to strangle me. Hey, wait a minute. We've hit something. Have we? What a clever guy that Markham Vanderveer is. While Markham was faking his confession to Faraday, he was holding a cat. Suddenly, he pretended that the cat had scratched him. Oh, Blackie, that is clever. The police would think that any scratches on his hand were made by the cat. Right. And his confession was clever, too. He, he made that error in time on purpose, just to make sure I'd know it was a phony. Oh, Blackie, they can tell the difference between a cat scratch and a human scratch. They can do it at the hospital. I'm going to call Faraday. And if that girl scratched Mr. Vanderbilt, the coroner can tell by her fingernails. Don't worry, Mary. I know I have this straight this time. Thanks to that cat Vanderbilt was holding... Isn't it strange that it was a cat's claw that put the finger on Markham Vanderveer? 
that concludes today's episode. We'd like to thank you and remind you to donate at choiceclassicradio.com. Remember, your donations make episodes like this possible.